Welcome to the She's the Owner podcast. I'm your host, Kara McCarran. On this podcast, you will find tips on business, relationships, and personal growth. I keep it real, I keep it honest, but I say it with love. As a coach and entrepreneur of over 20 years, I have a whole host of takes on all aspects of personal development. So grab a coffee and buckle up. This is the She's the Owner podcast. Hey everybody, it's the She's the Owner podcast. I'm your host, Kara McCarran. This is episode 136, how I launched and set up my other business to be able to do my coaching practice full-time. So this is a bit of a unique, um, maybe it's not that unique. I don't know. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. I'm not sure. But for me, it was um, one of the, so I'm going to back up. When I launched the content company with Ken, I was fully committed to doing it full-time. There was no question in my mind. That's what I was doing. Really excited. We're going to grow it to a seven-figure company. Amazing shit. La, la, la. Around year four, four and a half, I started to really get to the point where I'm like, fuck, I'm not down for content anymore. This is not exciting anymore. I don't like it. It's boring. I'm not feeling challenged. My heart's not in it. I'm not connecting on a fulfillment, passion-driven, mission-driven place. So what do I do? And this is for the people who already have a business. And I have a few clients who've had either beauty businesses or fitness businesses, something in that I've got one that's a financial advisor. So it's like, these are for women who you're already seeing a level of success, but you've come to this point in the road where you're like, shit, this isn't really filling my cup anymore. And so uh, you know, I mean, there's a million different, uh, probably books and, and, you know, different ways to, to get in and out of your business. But here's what I did. And I hope this is helpful to you in some way. It doesn't mean it's the only way to, you know, sort of partly exit, but it, this is what I did. So Ken and I were partners or our partners in the company. And we were actually separated for a while during, um, 2016 to 2019 ish, something like that. And so you know, I was running the company by myself. He was doing some other things for a, a bit there. And then we ended up coming back together as a couple and as a business. And, and so we got to this place where I was like, oh, I don't want to do it anymore. So when the, you have, you have a couple options, one, you sell your company. You know, if you're, if it's a book of business type of company, you sell your clients to someone. That's cool. You could do that. If you have a business that, um, you know, that is profitable that you really like, you can sell the whole business. You know, I always say like, start every business as if you're going to sell it. Tony Robbins said that. And I'm I'm sure I learned that back at business mastery, but like, if you start your company with the, with the mindset of I'm going to exit it someday, not, not to have the energy around I'm leaving it, but to have the energy around creating it so that you can give it over like a business in a box that's the smartest way to do things. And I'm, and I'm really working at trying, not trying, I'm really working at creating She's the Owner like that for the last couple of years. And as I morph into more of a brand, it's even more like that. So like if I wanted to take my business and I, and sell it someday, I could with very, it wouldn't be painful in terms of, um, you know, processes and the way that I do things. So it's really important. You know, a lot of times when we start something new, we, we're not conscious of that. 
And so it becomes messy down the road, right? Like you want to be able to have somebody come look at your books, somebody come look at your processes, your website, your marketing and go, I fully get it. You don't want somebody to come in and be like, what the fuck is this gong show? Because no one's going to buy a gong show or they're going to buy it for way less than it's worth. And the content company, truthfully, there's definitely was gaps and holes in it. We're getting, it's cleaning up now, but there was definitely time where it was like, nobody could run this but us because there's no process in place and that's changed over time. So what I did, well, first of all, I had a conversation with Ken and I was like, listen, I don't, this is not filling my cup anymore. I've got to figure this out. And I just sort of started coaching people for free based on, you know, my years with like one of Tony Robbins events and just studying. And I just got to the point where I was like, I want to start a podcast. That's what I feel like doing. I want to talk about masculine feminine. I dipped my toe in something else because I wasn't fully mentally I actually didn't even know what I was doing yet like I didn't know this is where I would end up where where I have a a coaching company I thought I would talk about some stuff and I thought I would have guests because truthfully at the time when I started the podcast I wasn't the one talking I was doing all interviews because that felt safe to me it felt safe to have somebody else on the show and not just me talking now obviously super comfortable and I find it easier and I will have guests on still don't get me wrong But for right now, just having conversations with you guys is really was a big step from the beginning. So I started the podcast and I'm like, okay, cool. It's not mine. I'm not making any money. I still rely on the content company to feed me. So as time carried on, I said to him, like, I mean, I didn't really say I just sort of spent less and less time in it. And I recognize that I'm blessed that I, but I did start that company, right? Like, it's not like that company fell into my lap and just started paying me. We we started that from the ground up. It took seven years to get it where it's, you know, where it's at right now. We lost half of our client base in 2020 when COVID happened and we're just building it up back now. But like, you know, sometimes I think, oh, it, you know, cause I've heard people say to me, oh, well, it's not that hard for you cause you have another form of income, but I fucking busted my ass building that form of income. That income didn't just happen. It took seven years to build that income. So so yes, it does pay me. And yes, it does afford me the ability to spend time on what I'm passionate about, even if the thing I'm passionate about hadn't been making any money in the beginning. So, so I would say if, if, so if you're looking and this gets tricky, right? Some people want to go get a part-time job. Some people want to stay in their business and try to do their side hustle. I don't know. I just don't recommend that because you need the time Starting a coaching business is probably one of the hardest things I've ever done. And the reason is because there are a lot of coaches. There are not a lot of content companies. There are not a lot of, you know, there's a lot of SEO companies. That would be another one that would be challenging. There are a lot of coaches. And even though I I talk constantly about how there's only one me and only one you, it's still, there's a sea of people yapping about the same thing. So the patience factor has to be there. You know, I, I started with this, 90 day accelerator stuff in my business and I'm fucking scrapping it because it's horseshit. It doesn't take 90 days. It takes fucking a year or two. It's like SEO. And so that's part of my, my pivoting in the last six weeks is coming to the fact that it's not a 90, you can come and hang out for 90 days and learn a whole fuck ton of shit, but it's not, you're not going to be making a hundred K in 90 days. It's just not the way it is. And it might be for some people, but it's not for everyone. And I say that because I think there are unicorns, but I don't think it's the norm. And I think that it's so dangerous to be telling the average bear that you can do this in in 90 days. You can't. 
Like in 90 days, most of you are just going to get to the point with me where you're like, you feel deserving of starting a business. Never mind launching. I give you all the tools, but like there's no, there's not really any, I mean, it's, it's not taking me 90 days. Like I can't, you know what I mean? So it's like the three months, the three month Academy is just a time. It's just an amount of time that I've picked, but the Academy is the Academy. You stick with me and I'm going to, I, I mean, there, there's going to be options where women can stay with me for the full year. I have a membership coming up where you can stay with me for a whole year. It's not going to be as deep a dive as you would have in the group coaching, but that's fine. It's still something, but like it takes time to even feel worthy of leaving your first business or job to come into the new one. Right. So 90 days is such a dangerous amount of time to promise or to say things. And I'm guilty of it. I did it. I was, that's what I've saw everybody else fucking doing. And I'm like, that's stupid. It's not, doesn't make any sense. So yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it like doing the side hustle is tricky. Some of you may have to do it, but be prepared to do double the work, right? Like this baby needs a hundred percent of your time. So that's to make it successful. So if you're only able to do 80, you're going to have to anticipate it's going to take longer. And it and there is a point where you got to pull the ripcord and fucking go in all in. Like that's just what has to happen because it requires all in to make it work. So, I mean, and again, yes, I know that I have another stream of income. Many of you will. Some of you have investment properties. Some of you have whatever other investments that are helping you. And that's awesome. Utilize that. Lean on that but still hustle like it's not there. I still hustle like it's not there because I want to double, you know, I want to be able to do, you know, at some point I'd like to sell the content company and make a shit ton of money on it. But right now it's a cash cow right now. It gives us, we're doing incredible work, but it pays me. Why would, you know, I'm fine with that. I couldn't go back in full time. I couldn't go back in. I still do sales calls. So, I mean, I spend maybe like max three hours a week on that company. And, um, and that's cool. So I was able to do that. But if you are in a situation where you're not able and you don't have that other stream of income, I'm telling you, you're going to have to be prepared to work your ass off. And you do want to do something that's going to accelerate you because if you go, go at it alone. And again, I always say this, it doesn't have to be me, but it should be someone. But if you're going to go at it alone, it's going to take you fucking forever. Like that's just the reality. It's going to take you forever. If you go at it where you're, you know, maybe you're still like, I, I like to get my, my, so I have teachers, teachers come to me often because they get burned out and they're just like, I want to do something else. So we set a date. We're like, okay, cool. But you got to set a date and get serious. Like the discipline required to run two shows like that is extraordinary. So if that's you and you want to do both perfect, but just understand the discipline is out of this world. You have to be incredibly disciplined in the beginning to be able to cut off the other stream of income. It happens. Don't get me wrong, but it's, it, it is a special kind of woman who can pull that off. So if that's you, then perfect. Start setting a date. Say, listen, this is going to be my exit. I'm leaving this job in three, four, five, six months. Here's what I'm going to do to replace the income or here. And here's one, here's one other piece of advice. Don't look at replacing your salary unless your salary is absolutely all of your living expenses. What I recommend is in the beginning, if you need to, if you cannot live without say four or $5,000 a month, that's the goal to replace. Don't be saying I'm going to have to do 10 grand before I can leave my job. That's bullshit. Cause that will never fucking happen. Like 
you're just, you're because you're focus on what you need in order to get out. That's kind of like ground zero. What do I need to make this work where I can leave the job and not be stressed about my bills and grow from that point versus I need, I want to make $10,000 before I'm comfortable living, leaving the job because the energy around that is just not to me, it's not going to work. You're, you're aiming for something that you haven't even experienced yet. So that, and that will become challenging. So if that's your, if that's your, if that's your jam and you want to make, you know, X amount, find the number that's the bare minimum to get you out. Because once you're out, then all of a sudden you're, you're, you know, let's say you do your five grand that you really have to do. And then you have 40 hours a fucking week to work on your business. Imagine how much faster that's going to go and how much quicker you'll get out. Because if you do what, if you're just focused on, I just want to replace my, my bills, man, that can happen pretty quick. That can happen in a month. Right. So hopefully that was helpful. I mean, again, you know, for me, it was admitting that I wasn't happy in the current business that I had and figuring out how to get out of it. And for me, I built a team. I had Ken take over operations. He always did operations, but I have him. He he was like, cool with just, I'm going to do this now. And, um, and actually he's become more energized around that business, but here's, what's interesting. And this just kind of proves what I say about the Hunter stuff. He's, you know, in the last, I don't know, two, three months, two months, he's become certified in email marketing now. And he's like studied and he's done a whole bunch of sort of upped his level. So now he's all excited about the content company again. He was trying to start something different and it's not, hasn't gone the way he wanted it to. So now he's back at doing the content company. His hunter is excited about it, but he's still not passionate about content. So I would say I, it'll be interesting to see what happens in the next few months if his energy around it slows down or if his energy around it continues. I, my guess is it will slow down because it's hard to do the stuff you need to do when you're not passionate about the thing you're doing. It's that simple. So any, that, that's it. That's all. I will see you guys on the next episode. I hope you have an amazing uh, rest of your day. And please, please, please remember to leave reviews. Reviews are so helpful. I'm going to be mentioning them every single episode just to give you a quick reminder. Um, if you want to book a discovery call with me as well, just hit up the website, karamcaren.com. There's tons of information. You can find info on um, our new membership site that's coming, that's launching. But um, yes, please do leave a review. Hopefully it's a five-star review. I hope you get um, all kinds of value out of this. But um, we'll talk to you in the next episode. Love you. Bye.